We're going to read 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 to 10. In your pew Bible, that's at page 1206, 1206. 1 Peter 5, 8 to 10. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Our next reading is from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 13. We'll read verses 1 to 4. You'll find that... I marked the wrong page, Ron. You're going to read chapter 13. That's on page 1127, 1127, chapter 13, verses 1 to 4. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries God's wrath on the wrongdoer. And finally, from Ephesians, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 6, we'll hear verses 11 to 17. That's on page 1163 in your pew Bible. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And these are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Ron, will you come now? Let's pray. 
May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Good morning. So last Sunday, Jan provided a glimpse into life as a protector spouse. She did so with a great deal of love, passion, and respect. Today, over the next three hours, <laughs> today over the next three hours, I want to take a look at an allied topic. And even though you are a captive audience, your vigilance to help manage my time and keep me on track is appreciated. Please rest easy. As already noted, there is absolutely no way I intend to hold you here for that amount of time. You don't want to listen to me, and I don't want to talk that long. But I suspect your ears perked up a bit, and your tentative uh, level spiked. Hopefully, your blood pressure did not spike with your tentativeness. In other words, if you weren't before, you are now vigilant. By Webster's definition, vigilance means to be watchful and alert. Synonymous words or phrases include the following, preparedness, situational awareness, awake, attentive, suspicious. In 1 Peter 5.8, we find these words, be of sober spirit, be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking to devour. This passage of scripture is a powerful, compelling charge for Christians everywhere, and I would submit for all people everywhere. It is an intentional, clear message that being vigilant is not an option or a luxury. It should not be open to debate. It is a Christian duty and obligation. Very easily, I could have uh, prepared a message which thoroughly probes this, probes this verse, as well as its applicability to each of us. But I defer in doing so today as there are other points to be touched and your time is precious. Earlier, my proclamation about holding you in this place for three hours undoubtedly created some initial concern, possibly a little anxiety. And although doing so is not my intent today, easily I could have done so. In fact, a day-long workshop on vigilance, including discussion of subtopics such as Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Jeff Cooper's color code of awareness, the OODA loop, which basically is observe, orient, decide, act loop, both of which are well known in the military law enforcement communities along with others, come to my mind. However, I want to keep the message simple. So I invite you to envision with me three partially overlapping circles. Each circle represents one of the following. Vigilance of self, vigilance of others, vigilance of circumstances. Vigilance of self. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock over which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. By shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood, I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you, and you will not spare the flock. Acts 20, 28 to 29. Have you ever noticed that when life is going great, clicking on all cylinders, paychecks are rolling in, the doctor's office is, is quiet, relationships are what they should be, loving, caring, forgiving. It's very easy to drop your guard. Your vigilance is off kilter. So 
you may ask, why be vigilant during the great times? After all, is it not a time to relax and kick back? But guess what? It's exactly when your adversary, the devil, will pounce hard. He will do so with ferocity, stalking to devour anyone and everyone at all costs. He has nothing to lose. He doesn't care and he doesn't discriminate in searching for prey. He will not devour just to satisfy his hunger. Satan the devil makes an appearance using any one of many tactics, some latent, others more obvious except to one who is not vigilant and on guard. Drug, alcohol, gambling, work addictions, pornography and lust, jealousy, hatred, violence, corruption, chaos, disrespect, just to name a few of the enticements employed. So you, are, you ask, what are we to do? Here's what we do. We put on the full armor of God, but additionally become and stay vigilant, always vigilant. Vigilance of others. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Matthew 10, verse 16. Can you think of any situations in history when the wolves charged after the sheep, who at the time were complacent and not vigilant? How about December 7, 1941, the destruction of the U.S. fleet at Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, a catapult event for our engagement in World War II. Careful review of the event details now reveal it was an attack invited by a failure to be vigilant. Still another example would be the events which started to unfold on March 28, 1979, in central Pennsylvania. They call it an accident. It was anything but. It was a series of failures, including a complete lack of human vigilance, coupled with reacting without assessing or understanding the problem. Or let me cite this example, more recent and closer to home. Dateline, April 1st, 2018. Easter Sunday, Jasper, Indiana. Shiloh United Methodist Church. Most of you likely have no knowledge of this incident. Some may have heard a little, but few know everything or lived the experience. Many of you, if not all of you, sat in this very sanctuary celebrating a risen Lord, our Savior. You were doing exactly what you should have been doing. While you all worshipped, three individuals sought to bring evil into this house of worship. They failed. Their cunning, plotting, scheming, conniving plan was foiled. On that day, at that time, Satan, the devil, failed. The devil failed because of God's omnipresent, omnipotent grace and overwatch. The devil failed because God planted the seed in the hearts and minds of a small group of folk, folks to quietly take some precautionary measures during Holy Week. The devil failed because of a few guys who were vigilant. They observed. They oriented, they decided, they acted. Thank God for the devil's failure. Thank God for the vigilance of some of Shiloh's very own. Time does not allow me to share all the details of the event. Anyone interested can visit with me later. There are some details which are still unknown and likely will remain so forever. I know those characters were up to no good. They were on a mission of evil acting as Satan's vicarious pawns. I saw it in their eyes and read the body language. 
That sixth sense, which has been de developed and strengthened and finely tuned throughout a long, diverse career, has never failed. Now, some of you may be thinking that it is time for me, flowers, to stop drinking my bath water, which might be true to some extent. But I will tell you that what occurred right here on that otherwise glorious day has been discussed with and reviewed by officials representing several law enforcement, security, and intelligence organizations. Their modus operandi, method of operation, has been reported across this entire country. Same way of acting, same effort, same attempt. The dedicated loyal team you see dressed in yellow attire and lurking here or there during services or events are on duty to be your sheepdogs. Their mission is to help make sure Satan and his conspirators stay away from this congregation and this church. I don't want the guy coming around here ever again, and I hope he got the message. Vigilance of circumstances. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established, Romans 13, 1. The final circle of vigilance relates to circumstances. Have you ever been in a situation where you were less than attentive to the circumstances? Maybe your boss or a friend was seeking a favor. Superficially, the request appeared without red flags, reason for concern, or any indication of inappropriateness. So you obliged, you agreed. In the midst of fulfilling the request, or some time afterward, it became apparent that you are now between the rock and the hard place. Hidden in the details is an abuse or misuse of authority, power, governance, or relationship. Or upon further review, the request was downright wrong. Please remember, the devil lives in the details. Decades ago, I stopped counting the times the radio squawked, a citizen waved me over, the telephone rang, or someone visited my office to request a confidential discussion because of another person's failure to be vigilant of circumstances. Be vigilant of the circumstances. One personal detail about me, which my lovely wife did not mention, relates to decades of volunteer fire, EMS, and EMA service. In fact, when we first met, I was already well entrenched in public service. For all the years of her relationship, she has supported me. She's been a great trooper. All the while, I was wearing one uniform or another. Occasionally, she has commented that she fell in love with the uniform. However, I don't remember that she has ever specified which uniform it was that brought her to me. Nonetheless, I am grateful to God that he did so, and if it was one or both, it doesn't matter because I landed a great one. I mention his detail to help build the background for my closing comments. When responding to a situation, a structure fire, auto crash, shooting, assault, domestic, missing per person, cat in a tree, tornado, flood, riot, or a nuclear incident at Three Mile Island, conducting a very thorough but quick size up or assessment is vital. Who is injured? How severe are the injuries? Is anyone trapped? Who is the bad guy? Where is he? What is his or her description? What weapons are involved? What color is the smoke? How is the fire behaving? Etc. These and many other details, circumstances, and factors need to be identified and assessed quickly. Mastering the size up is an ongoing process. Every situation is different. As a protector, as a business person, as a husband, 
and father, as a friend and as a Christian, the size up has been and will continue to be of vital importance and one of the most diverse tools in my personal toolbox. Would you like to know how the key element for mastering the size up or what the key element for mastering the size up is? It's vigilance. I strongly encourage everyone to incorporate it into their personal toolbox. There are so many experiences I could talk about to further illustrate the importance of vigilance. Many are seared in my memory like hot coals burning into wood. There were incidents that but for God's grace and protection, as well as vigilance, the outcome would have been much, much different. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Put on the full armor of God. Be vigilant of yourself, of others, of circumstances. May God bless, keep you safe, healthy, and secure from your enemy, the devil, prowling around about like a roaring lion. Amen.